0: So, one of the most difficult things about going through a breakup is the, I don't want to say inevitable, so I'll replace that with likely, outcome that your ex eventually finds someone else. Now, this might be a serious relationship, it might be a casual fling, it might be a rebound, it might be an orbiter that they've had in their life for a while, but at some point... They're probably going to be with someone else in any capacity. So I don't want people to freak out when I say that. It's just a reality that we need to prepare ourselves for the possibility that that happens. And we want to prepare ourselves in such a way where we cover all of our bases and we think about these things and think about the actions that we're going to take when these things arise prior to them happening so that we are prepared. So let us proceed on the basis... Whether it has happened already or has yet to happen, but you're afraid that your ex is with someone else. Now, the first initial gut punch reaction you're going to have is to panic. And I want to take a minute to just validate you. That is such a normal reaction. But you and I both know that when you are in a state of high emotion, it's not really the wisest thing to do to follow that emotion. Now, the emotion is obviously informing you of something, right? This is not good. This makes me feel like I'm never going to have them again. And in turn, the the ultimate sentence behind all of this is, I feel unlovable. I don't feel worthy. I feel like this was my last chance. All of these self-limiting beliefs that happen. So I just want to go ahead and say, how you feel is entirely okay. And I'm not here to shame how you feel. Life coaching is not about your emotional state. Oh, sure, it's about eventually changing your emotional state, but life coaches are not counselors. Counselors, you know, professional qualified therapists, those are the ones that tend to your emotions. So life coaching is about the logical actions you take in order to have an eventual change on your emotions. So we can all agree, state of panic or not, that acting based on heavy emotion is usually not the right thing to do. And you just found out something that's going to put you in a really high state of emotion. So what the hell do you do? Well, why don't we talk about what's going on in this scenario, and maybe we can bring you a little more peace, and that bit of peace can help convince you to back away and do the logical thing. So the first thing I'd like to mention is how breakups are painful on both ends. Sometimes the dumpy has a bit of a monopoly on a breakup, and I don't think that that's necessarily fair. And I obviously bear in mind that the majority of my channel are people who have been dumped, not people who have dumped, though we do have some dumpers. Hello, dumpers. What's important to remember is that the breakup is hard for everybody. Now, you might be in an emotional spot and you might look at the dumper and say, no, they're not having a tough time at all. I checked their social media and they're smiling, they're happy, they're going out, they're meeting other people, maybe they're dating. They're not having a hard time at all. And that's the first thing I want to pause you on. Social media is not indicative of real life. I never post all my horrifically bad, traumatic moments on social media. Like, hashtag, hey guys, dad just died. You know, maybe I'll do that for attention. But I'm not going to, like, post, like, a selfie of me at the funeral. It's just not going to happen. But I will post a selfie of me, like, sitting in some sort of yoga pose with a bowl of Captain Crunch. Maybe I'll do that. So we have to remember, social media is about the highlights, not about the miseries. So be careful what information you try to get from that. Number two is mutual friends. They're going to tell you things. The things might not be fully informed. It might have been that one thing I heard through Becky, but actually Becky was busy because she was on the phone with Adam at the same time that she was folding laundry, at the same time that, oh, that one episode of Degrassi was on. So it's like, you need to be careful about which information you find from where, and really, if you're listening to my advice, you shouldn't be finding out any information from anywhere because all of this information is just going to help you self-sabotage, which kind of defeats the whole point. But you just found out your ex is with someone else. Maybe they're dating casually, maybe they're dating seriously, maybe it's a rebound, we don't know. But to you, it's all the same, because to you, the same sets of fears arise. I want to give you something different to think about. If you found out that your ex is with someone else and it's relatively close to the breakup, in a weird way, and not that I'm encouraging this, not that I'm looking to be manipulative or or root for the demise of another relationship, because that's kind of counter to the entire point here, but... You are the client. You are the one I'm helping. So in a weird way, you kind of, I don't know, you kind of want your ex to move too quickly. You want them to jump into a relationship too quickly because that means they're not really fully emotionally available, and that relationship has a higher likelihood of failing. Now, what should you be doing? I want you to act as if you never heard that piece of information. Because think about this. Think about, just for a second, and you should really pause the video here and take a couple of deep breaths and get yourself in a nice, calm, receptive mode, because what I'm about to say is important. If you found out that your ex is in a relationship with anyone of any type of relationship, romantically speaking, then you need to breathe. You need to say to yourself, this is the process that they are taking. I walk a completely different path than they do currently. And I need to show strength of character. I need to show strength and stability and groundedness, kind of like the mountain. All the dating coaches always talk about the mountain, and your ex is like the wind. Well, my friends, mountain does not pursue wind. That's it. The mountain does not chase the wind. The wind comes and goes and the mountain is there, stable, strong, making decisions that are rooted in stability. Now, so many of you want to say, but Rory, it's not always that easy when it happens. It's not always that easy when you're sitting at home already feeling bad, but maybe you're starting to get a little better and then you look down at your phone and your best friend says, hey, I heard that so-and-so is now dating so-and-so. It's not that easy. It's a gut reaction. True. Which is why I want you to prepare for this potential. How do we do that? Well, I am of the firm belief that two things help prepare us for when bad shit happens. A, counseling. Because it's just nice to know that there's somebody we can call who isn't a friend, because then we fear that we're making our friends tired, and then we feel guilty for talking about things that are bugging us, even though we're talking about them four months later, potentially. But counseling is going to be somebody you pay to never get tired of the things you're talking about. That's the whole point. And B, meditation. Simple mindfulness. Simple sitting and meditating and saying it's going to be okay and allowing yourself to take in what's happened, digest it mentally, and breathe it out. That is going to be some of the most helpful balancing skills you can do. So if you haven't began meditating, I highly recommend you start today. There are plenty of apps like Insight Timer or Calm or Headspace. There's plenty of free guided meditations on YouTube. We're not asking you to do the most complex meditations on earth. We're just saying, hey, sit and breathe for a couple of minutes. Just take it in. We're so used to having reactions to things rather than responding to things. And look, what you heard is going to be a big deal. Yeah, If you heard that your ex is dating and this is somebody you've been with for five years, yeah, that's going to hurt. It's going to suck. And I'm not going to sit here and be, you know, toxically positive and just say, it's all going to be fine. Don't worry. Just stay positive. No, it's going to suck sometimes, guys. This is the human condition and we need to be honest about the human condition. Is that we're flawed human beings. Your ex is a flawed human being. I'm a flawed human being. I mess up. You mess up. We all mess up. But this is that one chance where we don't have to. It's a choice. It's a choice we're making. Because if we decide to freak out on them, what do you think is going to happen? Particularly now that they're dating another person, which may last. It may not last. We don't know. We're not given that information. What is going to happen if I negatively react? That is the question you must ask yourself. What is the fallout of the action I want to take? Because in the moment, I'm asking you to evoke logic and have it dominate your emotion, which is like a tiny little man dominating a giant elephant. It's like, not going to work. I'm not asking you to do this immediately. I'm asking you to sit and breathe for as long as it takes for your heart rate to come down, for your eyes to soften, and for you to relax. And obviously, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be uploading some videos to the other TLC Wellness channel for meditating. If you've just found out about some grief or trauma, and Coach Katie's going to be doing those things. And I'll update you guys later on that. But for right now, step one is just to sit and breathe. And that's it. After you're done doing that, I want you to call your best friend, call your mom, call whoever your person is. If you don't have a person, we would love to have you on the Discord. There's a link in the description below. Join us. It's free. And that's just a way that you can find a group of thousands of people to commiserate with. But ultimately, if you found out that your ex is dating, it's not the end of the world. I know it feels like it in the moment. And I know that In that one piece of information, you are building all of your self-limiting beliefs and fears about how you're never going to have them back and how they were the only one who's ever going to love you and how you're not attractive. And this was the one person who kind of, sort of didn't realize that you weren't attractive and so they chose to date you because you kind of tricked them. There are so many self-limiting beliefs that we build into these things. It's never just one thing, right? A breakup is never just, I got broken up with. It's everything we build into And give meaning to within the context of a breakup. If I got broken up with, that is proof uh, to us that I'm no good. See, I knew they wouldn't stick around. If I got rejected, if I got ignored, if I got ghosted, if they said no to a first date. These are all different forms of the same thing coming from the same place. Which is, I'm no good. I'm unworthy. I'm unlovable. Why would anybody care? But none of these things are true. You gave them meaning. Sure, some traumatic stuff happens to us. And sure, it's hard to unprogram that, but it is doable because these behaviors are learned. You were not born with these beliefs. You develop them over time. If you develop them over time, you can undevelop them and develop new beliefs. So there's one more thing I would ask you guys to do, especially if you've made it this far in the video. And I, I really want you to do this, guys. Like, I, I make requests and say, haha, smash like, and oh, if you want to coach with me, you know, you know, visit my website. But I, like, really need you to do this one. It's a simple exercise. It requires a piece of paper and a pencil and 10 minutes of your time. Just write down a couple things you're happy about. Write down a couple things you're grateful for. It could be simple. It doesn't have to be big things. It could, I'm grateful that pizza exists, right? I'm grateful that I have a family that gives half a shit. I'm grateful for coffee. I'm Little things like that. Just every day, write down two or three things on that list. Little things. They don't have to be huge, relevant, life-changing things. I, I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful that outside exists and I can get some fresh air. Little stuff like that. Little, little reprogrammable niceties that affect your everyday life. If you look at the glass as half empty, it's going to be. I hate to break it to you guys. If you look at the glass half full, it will slowly, but surely, be viewed that way. You guys can be so much more than you are. So much more. And even when you're, I'm air quoting here, done growing, well then you set a new goal. And you continue forth. You guys can do this. You guys got this. And I'm not going to be like many of the other people on YouTube who just have this non-stop positivity mindset, how everything's amazing all the time. No. Things can suck sometimes. Things aren't good sometimes. I'm not asking you to believe that things are always going to be good. Only an idiot thinks things are good 24-7. They're not. What I'm asking you is to understand, as an adult, that you're going to go through some bad sometimes. But there's something you can do about it. Go slowly. You got this. And remember, mountain does not pursue wind. Until next time.